welcome to Season 2, Episode 27 of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gabriel, Principal of Kenston High School, joined by two outstanding seniors, one of them being our host, actually. Brady Hunt? He's a junior. Come people. on, Mr. G. You really did that like me? Come I know. I wish I was a senior. Layla's not joining us, but we also have an outstanding senior leader, and that's Malcolm Linder joining us. Welcome, Malcolm. Thank you. Hello. So to our listeners, thank you for tuning in again and sharing in the second year tradition of the production of the podcast. We hope to retain previous listeners and, of course, our weekly goal is to gain more listeners to tune in to hear our KHS voices. So, um, Braden, why don't you define what the Principles Podcast is all about? Well, Mr. G, thank you for asking. The Principles Podcast is a weekly podcast, really not weekly, I'd say bi-weekly at this point, to connect with our Kenston stakeholders, especially students and parents who just want to get a little snippet of what's happening in the school. Absolutely. And, you know, for me as the administrator, leader of the building, um, you know, the program is an opportunity to really model the creative instruction that occurs here on a daily basis. We're highlighting innovation, and I know Malcolm is, is a huge part of um, the hub and has taken courses in the hub. And, you know, we want to continue this initiative um, to really prepare our students for that next step, um, exposing them to innovative skills so they're ready and, and whatever, whatever college career pathway they have they will be able to reflect and embrace these skills as they as they move forward. Um, and where can people follow us? I mean, really, they could truly follow us on Twitter, either at uh, KHS Bomber Media or over for Mr. Gabram at tgabram underscore KHS. Please look for the hashtag Principles Podcast, baby. Uh, please tweet us questions, topics for the future podcasts as we were brainstorming right before we started. So we need some help, I beg. Alrighty, and I do want to say a shout out to Mr. James Reinhardt from Ganley Chevy of Aurora. Um, uh, we appreciate the stellar equipment we're using right now now. Um, we had him on a couple weeks ago. Great guy. Uh, Mr. Reinhardt stands for something that we all believe in well. He's outgoing. Um, and just vision him over at Ganley. Um, I got my car from there. They do great business. So uh, we appreciate what he does. And um, now down to the special man of the day. Malcolm, how we doing? I'm feeling great, man. Thank you for having me so much. Of course. We appreciate you coming on, man. So um, I just wrote down a couple new things, but really, Malcolm, I feel like I've heard your name through the like the the headlines of this class this year, student of the month, uh, prom king, yeah, uh, Ohio governor's top twenty-five. Man, I, I feel like you've been on a roll, man. Congratulations on all you've done. Thank you so much. For like the past, I've been saying this to all my friends and my peers. For like the past three weeks, I don't know what happened, but it almost came. I almost became like a local celebrity out of nowhere. <laughs> it was. It was weird. That's for a reason, though. That's the hard work. Yeah. That's everything that you put in, your passion for the art, the creativity. It's paying off right now. That's how it's supposed to work. Really? Yeah. And just, I mean, every every art piece I've seen from you, Malcolm, it, um, there's something special. Uh, it's different than a KHS art student. I see everyone has some type of symbolism. But for you, Malcolm, I, I think the abstract way you paint, it's something special. And I'm just excited to see what you do. And um, first off, um, I just wanted to speak on something that uh, I haven't seen going around a lot. Um, I know you're a member of the Digital Design 2 class, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. How's that been going? Isn't that a brand new class for the year? Yeah, I'm, I was really 
really. So I took digital design um, one at the end of my at the beginning of my tenth grade year, and when I went through that course, that was pretty much all project based. So he told us, you know, what we needed to do. Uh, we need to get on Photoshop for this one. We need to get on Adobe Illustrator for this one, and he had really instructed um, things that we had to do. And then um, when we talked to him about digital design two and what the course would be like, he told us it was a lot more freelance. And since we're going into college. Um, especially with ma mainly art kids going into that, uh, taking that class. Um, he really wanted to let us do our own thing and um, whatever we wanted, whatever we felt was very valuable for our um, eventual, like for us eventually going to art college, um, we kind of stuck to. So things like product design, um, he's given us a project for that. But like I said, we've done teacher projects. Uh, we can make stickers whenever we want to. He doesn't have to tell us that we need to posters, whatever we feel like we want, would like to do, and will help us in the future and benefit us, then that's really what we're on. And also, um, and Malcolm, I think you've been through all of our art courses, yeah, right? Yeah, so I he, think nine. Yeah, I think it is nine, and you know, that includes, um, you know, AP Studio, and mm -hmm. and are you on the displays right now in the cafeteria? Do you have yeah, a board? Yeah. yeah. He's got two. Yeah. He's got two. All my uh, pieces were like huge, like really yeah. big, so yeah. I had to, I needed to, act, I needed an extra board in order to accommodate all of my pieces I mean, so like um i want to know when did you know this was a passion like are you going back to middle school are you going back to intermediate have you always just been you know into the into the drawing the painting you know as as growing up um so as i was a kid i was born in california actually i stayed out there my first three years and when i was young uh, i have a picture of me where I'm drawing stick figures, but like there, my parents told me that after I took after they took the picture, it kind of turned into more of a like a full person. Even though I was a three year old kid, I yeah. still had the general idea of how, like of what art was. So as I grew older, um, I was about seven years old, and my dad, um, I was a huge fan of Transformers, and my dad <laughs> drew Optimus Prime the most detailed Love way it. I have ever seen in my life. And I want to say for about two years after, I practiced and practiced and practiced until I could finally get it down to what exactly that picture looked like. Cool. And I think ever since then, that kind of gave me, subconsciously, I didn't really notice it, but really gave me a boost in um, my artwork and just wanted to pursue that. And as I got older, I just it kind of all fell in line for itself. I didn't have to force anything. You know, whatever wanted to be created within me was created. So mm -hmm. that was that. That was definitely beginning. How do you think, um, like our art teachers, specifically at the high school, but you can talk about any other art teachers you may have had, um, engagement, creativity. Like how how did they continue to motivate you through the years? Um, definitely, Mr. Malkus and Miss um, Quinn. I haven't had Miss Bibbs yet, but. Um, Mr. Malkus and Ms. Quinn have been almost like parental figures for me. Mm -hmm. They've meant so, so much to me. And each one I go to for different things. So Ms. Quinn, she pretty much is almost like a mother within the school for mm -hmm. me. So she lets me know, you need to get on top of your stuff. You need to do this. You need to get this done. Yeah. Here goes some ideas. I'll, throw some, I'll print out some pictures for you. You know, she really pushed that out of me because I really was lazy. And mm -hmm. within a lot of my artwork, I do become lazy. So she kind of gets me out of that rut and lets me know, you know, you need to continue to do this. And you need to stay on this path and this pace. And then um, Mr. Malkus is just the idea guy. I go to him for... Any, anytime I have an artist block, anytime I'm going through something, 
he is the perfect person to go through because his his mind creatively he just comes up with amazing things off the top of his head so yeah he i go straight to him for any type of inspiration whenever i'm lacking something they make a, a good balance including mrs bibs uh, who, yeah. who does a lot of the 3d art if you don't know and um no i'm i'm thoroughly impressed um with all of our student work every single year you know um may is the month where we really recognize our um our higher art students and we get the results of the governor exhibition and, and all kinds of other um, high-end awards for our students and we really developed a legacy here I think in the art program um, you know we will compete with any other high school around as far as the quality and of, of the experience that students get here so I'm proud of the department I'm proud of um, the teachers I'm proud of the students that go through it and I hear all the time so many you know at your level they're going to continue it in college yeah, yeah so what does that look like I guess uh, next year so I have I was just telling Braden but um, I plan on taking a gap year and my brother wanted me to move down to Charlotte North Carolina with him for a little uh, for a little bit because he knew I wanted to get out of Ohio uh -huh. I, I needed to take <laughs> a break uh, especially last year with, I mean this year with COVID you know yeah. it's been a whole stress for everybody so I just felt like I needed a, a yeah. little bit of a break but after that I do plan on attending um, College of Creative Studies over in Detroit Miss Quinn has got me on top of that nice. as uh, she loves that school she sends which from what she tells me yeah there are some alumni that yeah. go there. there's some alumni there from Kenton no doubt yeah and I, I just love their curriculum I love so I plan on majoring in illustration yeah that's the plan so I am I absolutely in love with that school so yeah, I feel like it was a perfect fit yeah that's great so awesome that's, that's awesome yeah, for her that she's got um, I mean she's probably got a good connection there obviously mm -hmm. with um, maybe like the uh, top teacher does she know or does she just did she attend the school do you know how she stumbled upon that as like her choice of art school to refer some of her students too um i'm not really i'm not completely sure but um i'm pretty sure she know like she knows a admissions officer and she talks to them consistently there's a lot of students who have i think it started from a lot of students like going there and wanting like having a lot of interest in that school and um, from what she tells me they get a lot of scholarships they send us a lot of like st students a lot of money things like that so i guess i'm really not completely sure that's something i might have to ask her about no i mean it's awesome that she's got that pipeline for mm -hmm. students and um just extend their reach into the world of art and making sure that um, it's kind of a, a for sure in the path she's um, mm -hmm. a, as she said she's helped you along the way stay out of the laziness that you can get into art right. she's more propelling you into the real world already so it's great to hear that you uh, a mentor like that I almost think of Mr. Novak like that for me um, mm -hmm. Uh, just over this past year, like Malcolm, I've been engaging in video projects, learning how to use a camera, editing photos, everything. I fell in love with it, and I kind of finally understand the, the artist form of what Malcolm's talking about. And right. Mr. Novak's always that person for me. He's been sending me um, just uh, like meetings at OU to go to, different colleges, yeah. sending seminars. He's um, Mr. Novak, Mr. Quinn, Mrs. Quinn, Mr. Malchus, Mrs. Bibza, all of those art and media teachers out there are really pushing students and I'm glad to see especially stuff like this what we're doing right now the innovation it's, and yeah, creativity it's really is becoming a popular pathway um, for for an elective for students and mm -hmm. I know it takes a while to get into there there's a couple prereqs that you got to have um, but I think it's uh, I'm so glad we
we started, um, you know, that, that media pathway. So Exactly. And um, I want to talk about this because I think um, your Ohio Governor's Youth Art yeah. Award, Malcolm, right. I mean, <laughs> that, that piece, first of all, I had seen it before you um, won that award, and I had always thought just the butterflies, it's just a beautiful piece. The colors, the Mets shirt, the bright orange uh, contrasting the blonde hair. Yeah, I'm not yeah, surprised yeah. one bit that it won, but um, can you just give me some, uh, why did you submit that piece, uh, how you learned, uh, just some info on it. That piece was actually uh, something that I never planned on. I didn't plan on sending it in at first. When um, So every year when the Governor's Art Show uh, does come up, she has us enter at least like five pieces. I think you only enter five pieces max. And she makes us enter five pieces. Whether we think they're horrible, whether we think they look great, she, again, she pushes for that. She like, it does not matter. Art is subjective. Somebody can look at it and think it's amazing. So I actually didn't really have any intentions of entering um, more than three pieces, and that wasn't one of the pieces. And she told me to enter it in there, and when, I want to say about a week later, uh, I was sitting down in class and Mr. Malchus said, uh, hello, Malcolm, or should I say Mr. Top 25? And I was like, it just blew my mind. Because the year before when I entered a piece, I got Top 300 and I was ecstatic. About it. I loved it. I was so happy about it. And um, when, I, when it came back to me that I got Top 25, it, it hit even harder than it did the year before because it really showed my progress of what I had to go through and my artist block and all the days, especially with COVID again, like all the days, the setbacks where I felt like at least they were setbacks, it meant so much. All of my accomplishments led up to that. It's a huge accomplishment. Um, I actually, uh, we presented to the Board of Education. You were commended um, along with Maria, who's top 25, yeah, yeah. and, and her, her work was outstanding as well. But uh, the statistics of the, the governor's um, the art show is actually, there's actually um, about 1,100 high schools. That includes not just our public districts, but, crazy. but it's your, um, you know, your charter schools, any of the privates. Um, and they're all, you know, they're all combined together. And I think there were over... 2,700 entries, Man. you know, out of all of those high school students, top 25 is pretty, I mean, come on. That that meant so much to me. When they, they played a video of Mike DeWine, and he was just congratulating the top 25, and I'm yeah. like, he had to see my artwork yeah. in order, and, you know, that just meant so much. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, those figures, um, I feel like for everything I know from you, Malcolm, I've learned a bit that you've been through a good amount in your yeah. life, and seeing those specific moments, um, I can just imagine that it kind of makes everything feel worth it. It, it it's I think things go so much deeper than people like really expect them to in my life and for that to just be up there I think like everything that I have been through led up to those moments and even then I still feel like there's much more in store for me. No uh, I mean here at the principal's podcast I know Layla who's actually at an AP test right now would be congratulating you beyond but me and Mr. Gabriel we congratulate you and um, just the work you've put in it's it's crazy to see what you've done man and I mean Proud. next up you just got prom king <laughs> i mean man. that's crazy uh, uh, congratulations on that i know you and jen adams mm. fully deserved it um it was really cool to see it. they're taking photos that night and just uh, I, I could see the smile that, you looked ecstatic that meant 
I didn't even know how to react genuinely. I had no clue how to react. Just in that moment, it was so euphoric. And just when we got our names called, I just looked around. I couldn't even do anything but smile. That's, there's a great picture of, man. of you and Jen. It was, it's, you can see the emotion on your face. So. It, was, it was all It says love. a lot, man. It says a lot about your peers and what, what they think of you, your leadership, everything. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. How was prom? You know, I was out of town for that with, with my daughter. I so. mean, from a photographer's perspective, everyone seemed happy, I would say. Prom is always the thing where, like, people, yeah, I like prom, but everyone loves after prom. Mm -hmm. But yeah. from this year, it seemed like everyone was just happy to be at something yeah. where everyone was there. Yeah. It was great to see everybody dressed up. It, everybody looked beautiful. Everybody looked amazing, handsome. And it was just so great that the fact it was so grim coming into the year because, you know, we didn't have homecoming. We we're like, you know, what, no football games. We can't have this. We can't have that. And to go through all of that collectively as a group and then we're told we can get a prom, like it – it, we we had no room for complaining. Like even the next two weeks of what's going to go on, we we're going to take whatever we can get, and we're just mm -hmm. so happy because you know last year I'm, it was really hard for them. So it, this year it, it the, everybody was so excited. To go. And that's kind of the common message I've been hearing. You know, I, I meet with the your your class officers and they're great leaders, and it's Layla and Nathan and Adler and um, Alexa, and so. You know, they started meeting with me back in, like, October. They're like, what does the rest of the school look like, Mr. Mm -hmm. Gaberman? And the greatest wish, um, and I think they're listening to you, they're listening to their peers, was to be together in as many events as possible. Whatever yeah. events we get, can we do it together? They respected, you You guys have, you respected last year's commencement because that's all the choice that we had was individual walking mm -hmm. moments. And we did the best that we could. It was actually up close and personal for the families. Right. And it actually turned out to be a really nice um, ceremony. Well, 250 individual ceremonies basically mm -hmm. is what it was. But um, this year, they're like, we need to be together. We want to have our prom together. And those were the two wishes, prom together, commencement together. Right. And we're making it happen. So um, you got some good leaders in this class, no doubt. Wow. Speaking of uh, graduation, I think it's time for us to move on to what's happening right now in Bomberland, baby. So first off, I got tracked down. It seems like a new thing we kind of bring on the podcast every week, what records have been broken. Yeah. And um, the list goes pretty deep. Um, I was on the boys 4 by 16 We set a new school record with a 4.33 average per mile at uh, Amherst Steel Comet Relays. Um, then I was on the 4 by 8 again with nearly the same guys, sub Dennis Prince, a for Will Lauer. We ran a conference record yesterday in uh, 804, which is 201 per 800. And then Jack Turk came through. I raced him in this race. When I tell you Jack Turk just took off, it was one of the scariest Man. things I've what ever seen. Time? 159. Wow. He broke the conference record by a whole second. And then Lucas, Malcolm's cousin, Man. breaks the school record on his first jump, breaks it again. And in the video from News Herald, the guy who keeps up with long jump, said he didn't even land the right way, which could have given him a good five more Raw talent. I mean, when, when Lucas starts getting his form down, it's he's going to increase another six to, to 12 inches. And, you know, this is for him to be a sophomore and jumping at this high elite level. Yeah. There's going to be some college coaches coming around and opening their eyes because of where he's at right now. I've been saying this for years since we were little together. That kid has been athletic in every sport that he's played. And the crazy part is he's just doing 
and track for fun. Yeah. So uh, I've always been proud of him. Yeah. Somebody I really look up to. He's a hard worker too. Yeah, I mean, he puts the work in every day and everyone on track knew from the start that Lucas was gifted. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Lucas is, is you can, for sprinting, it's a bit easier to be gifted than it is for distance running. But for Lucas, he's not just gifted. He comes in every day. He's been thrown into half of a distance workout just because Coach Ickes wants to see Lucas say, I don't care what you give me. Right. I can do it. And that's what he does. And he may not even be as passionate as he has for long jump and track as he is for hitting the big dudes down in the football field or wrestling. wrestling. But he puts in just as much work because he knows if he's going to be there for the time, he's going to work hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what separates him. I'm impressed with Lucas only because he's one of our rare three-sport athletes. You know, you hear about many two-sport athletes, and the majority are just one-sport athlete nowadays because they're really focused on, um, you know, that those the technique, everything year-round. But Lucas goes from football season right into wrestling, and then right in right into track and field. So that kid is busy. it's impressive, and and he's balancing it. I know he has a lot with the academics, but he's balancing it all. Mm-hmm. So, and um, yeah, it's good life skills for him. And it's something we're going to be talking about for two more years. Right. Yeah. That's the crazy part. You'll be following him. I definitely will be. Yeah. I think I will be too because I can see a state championship in his future, yeah. and that's something that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, next stop something that never happens a, a new uh, commencement ceremony that came out this year me and mr gabram actually i uh, interviewed mr gabram about this yesterday for bomber media but um jake side just committed to the marines uh michael payton just committed to the navy um two commitments for their uh, next five years is what's the contract they signed yeah, five years when you enlist um and i talked a little bit on the interview yesterday about um there's a lot of students where the military um could be a consideration. And I wish more students would um, would just consider it and kind of visit the um, you know requirements and what it has to offer and and why there could be benefits in somebody's life. Um, and I've known a lot of students who, who made that choice, that commitment. It's very honorable. Um, obviously, they're sacrificing for a larger cause um, and kind of giving back to our nation. Um, but on an individual basis, you do get a lot of benefits. Um, you get, you know, your college tuition is basically paid for. You can start your college early with, um, you know, taking classes online, depending on what your, what's called the MOS, is your military operative service. Like, what are you assigned to? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, you think military, oh, I don't want to be on the front lines. Well, you don't have to be on the front lines. You're not, you're not forced to be an infantryman or infantrywoman, but you have choice. And what sometimes high school students might not realize, every military base, and there's hundreds of them around the world, it's almost like a, a small city. And so there's, there's all kinds of jobs, and there's all kinds of things and careers where you're, you're still in the military, but you're serving our own soldiers. You're serving our own... Um, you know, sailors in the Navy, and you're, you're, you're taking care of them um, because that's where they're stationed. They're stationed on your, on your base, and just like a city, everything has to operate, and there's many different opportunities that, um, you know, you, you would have, and I just think 
it's it's something to consider not not to say this we're forcing you into this but just take a look have it have a conversation with your counselor have a conversation with the recruiter that comes in and I know the recruiters are at the the tables during lunchtime and and I do see a lot of students go up and they say hey what's what's all this about and um, I just we took the time this year working with Ohio Department of Education and the Ohio Veterans Organization, and they sponsored a military signing day, um, which took place, I believe, in mid-April. And we were able to host two signings, uh, one for Jake Sai, who is headed to the Marines, and then also one for Michael Payton, who decided to enlist in the U.S. Navy. So just proud of both of these young men, and families were there, and just what a commitment I love it and you know it's like it's like talking about Malcolm everyone kind of has a, a special ability a special trait or a certain goal of where they want to end up and so you know I think going through the military you're going to get some good leadership skills too that that can take you um, you know to some higher avenues in your life yeah, and especially for those two guys I know I know Jake's side pretty well a great guy and as well as Michael very outgoing people and um, for them to make that sacrifice everyone I mean everyone commemorates them and to see somebody make that decision where maybe you're not on the front lines but you're helping the people mm -hmm. on the front lines yeah. and just having that idea and being a part of it is something that um, everyone for sure congratulates them for and then it's just great to see that we're finally um, telling them they did a great job, honoring them, much mm -hmm. similar to the uh, athletes who come in college, which I both think are great things to do. And um, to commemorate as many students as possible is really Absolutely. the goal. And uh, next up, girls lacrosse, man. Has anyone – I've gone to a couple games. They are insanity. They're they're now ranked first in D2, or they were. I'm pretty sure they still are, as they haven't lost. And they're just going off. Uh, and uh, the thing is, is Kenson has sports that are generally competitive every year, sports that are usually better than others. But girls lacrosse kind of came out of the blue for me, much like gymnastics did this year. Yeah, I think, um, you know, girls lacrosse, I think it's – it's that time where they've had um, a number of kind of building years, and there's been some some change in, in leadership and coaches over the years. Um, and I think now, though, these girls have been in the program playing together for so long, and it's it's paying off. Their experience is paying off. Um, Coach um, Sean um, Kapitis is is really doing a nice job as far as his experience, and he coaches a lot of the um, off-season club teams, so he's bringing a lot to the table um, for these girls, and, and they're definitely definitely benefiting from this season. Yeah, it's glad to see them succeeding. I mean, track succeeding, girls lacrosse succeeding, boys lacrosse is on the up climb from what I hear from the guys, mm -hmm. continuing to be good. Uh, baseball, I've seen some good wins from them as well. The same as softball. I think everyone in the spring sports so far, we're pretty excited to see where they're going, progress into their season. And then the last things I got is just – What's coming up for you seniors? I mean, Malcolm, you'll be participating in commencement. Mm -hmm. We just had prom. Also, yeah. the the fair that's coming up. Yeah, uh, senior fair on the 22nd. So, no, we have a lot. Uh, 
there's still a lot over the next uh, week and a half. Um, you know, seniors have one more day this week, and then it's Spirit Week next week. And they're going to have fun next week, but we want them to also close out these courses and, mm -hmm. and make good choices so, you know, nothing gets jeopardized as we wrap up the school year. Um, so we have some awards coming up on Thursday. Um, we have the, the senior, seniors are just coming in. We still have to uh, abide by our capacity in the auditorium. So um, I think there's about 100 and I don't know, 40 seniors who will be recognized with some type of um, course award. We can't have parents there, but we're definitely gonna live stream it for this one. Um, and then Friday will be that last day of school which uh, is not my favorite day of school. <laughs> I think it's Ever. everyone else's. Come on. I mean, Malcolm's probably excited. I'm excited, but it's bittersweet. Well, of yeah. course. I yeah. really enjoy Kinston High School. Yeah. I love to hear. And then, uh, you know, we're celebrating the seniors on the 22nd with um, PTO really putting on a fantastic event, and that's the senior fair, and it's kind of the replacement. Um, what we lost was the indoor um, after prom. And so this comes back, and it should be a, it should be a great night. We're grateful to have so many parent volunteers kind of giving back, sending donations to PTO, and it really will be almost like a carnival atmosphere um, with carnival food. Everything's free. There's games. There's uh, raffles. There's um, going to be actually two or three main events that will occur, and this this happens at the stadium. And so um, we this class didn't get powder puff. For two years, they didn't have powder puff, so we're actually going to run a modified senior versus senior powder puff um, on the field as one of the events. Um, so we also, a homecoming tradition we did not participate in this year was the uh, soccer versus student, I'm sorry, student versus staff soccer game, and we're bringing that back for Saturday night, so there are about 20 staff members that are going to be rotating in and out and trying to hang with some of these senior soccer players, so it really is a great tradition um and chicken flying or something i heard uh, that you know I, I don't know if that's like what what they do the rubber slingshot yeah. but mr g is is it an actual chicken i don't know i hope it is because that'll be so cool yeah. i think i'm gonna try to uh see if i can come in and uh take some photos for bomber, C media. Or yeah. bomber media and all that and i mean just everything special this year as a photographer for me or a person who makes video for the school it's honestly it's easy because everything is we're probably not going to have another senior fair because we can have regular after prom right. or maybe one more for next year but everything's so special this year that it's really cool to be new into the realm of just camera work and everything that goes along with it because it's new mm -hmm. nobody's done it before and that's kind of the problem with camera work is you can capture moments that all seem similar. But with COVID-19 and effect masks and new events and limited events, everything's different. So it's just getting easier and easier. So I, I, that's what I've benefited from this year, pulling away from, I mean, everything that the seniors have done. I mean, it's definitely a unique perspective coming from the camera lens and kind of just taking it all in. And I, I understand what you meant when you said um, it's like an art 
you nice. know, when you're when you're going through that. Yeah, it's something cool I've learned and um, something I love to talk about on the podcast. But next, we can move on to my personal favorite sub subject today. We today we kind of took the food theme on. Are you down with that? And first up, I got something brand new that I scrolled upon. This brand new brand coming out, rocking the world for the summer. They are stuffing marshmallows. I got chocolate chip flavored cream, cookies and cream in the center. My thing is, is I'm not ready for it. Are these I'm just like not. the big marshmallows? They're, they're, they're jumbo so marshmallows. So something that you would maybe do for like s'mores, and there's things yeah, in the middle the of the marshmallows now. But s'mores are too good for me to mess with. Right. <laughs> I can't have cookies and cream in the center of my s'mores. I mean, Malcolm. I might have to try it. I don't know. I might have to try it. I got to get a good uh, taste of it to see if I really, really, really like it for the summer. We'll but it's just my thing is, is every single like iteration, like, ooh, add peanut mm -hmm. butter to your s'mores. Yeah. that it makes it worse personally so i'm not ready to go away from it <laughs> like i mean mr g would you do it just off the bat i think i'm down with it to try it but okay i don't you know i i try everything once that's true that's, that's who I, I am I, uh, and see if it's you know i may not like it or i may just you know not eat it again but uh no i would i would definitely try it and maybe it enhances that flavor <sighs> I just don't know, man. And then uh, next one, uh, everyone knows Smart Food Popcorn. Uh, uh, we have it at school, actually, we sell it's it. It's like a white cheddar. Yeah, right? you, well, that's the most yeah. popular flavor. Yeah. But they just made a brand deal with Cr Krispy Kreme. They're coming mm -hmm. out with two flavors of popcorn, glazed donut and strawberries and sprinkles. And again, opposite... I am down with it. The glazed donut sounds really good. That's yeah. what I'm at. Yeah, because I really think good. every cool iteration I've had of popcorn tastes good. Mm -hmm. But yeah. every iteration of s'mores, I haven't liked. So I'm excited for this one. I'm, I'm down with it. I'm going to try it uh, when it comes out. I like that type of popcorn. Um, and it'll be nice to see some different flavors. Yeah, and I think we got to get it at the school cafeteria, Mr. G. <laughs> yeah, it may we'll not be up to Mr. Mendez. Maybe Mr. Mendez comes <laughs> on here and, yeah. I mean, it'd be a pretty cool, I think that'd be a good seller just to see glazed popcorn yeah. sitting there. I feel like every kid would go, I mean. Definitely. It, it'd go quick, probably. It probably wouldn't last long. And finally, um, Michael McMicken came to me today in Bomber Media. And he goes, Brayden, do you like stuffed crust pizza? And I'm like, yeah. But there was this poll they were taking around the school where he was very passionate about his stuffed crust pizza. And everyone else was telling him, dude, it's too much. I don't like it. I can't have stuff in my, my, my crust when everything's already above it. It just doesn't make sense. But for me... Stuffed crust pizza is one of the greatest inventions of all time. I can agree. I can wholeheartedly agree. It's way better than regular pizza. I may have only had it, like, in a frozen pizza purchase. I've never had it, like, in a real pizza. Like, if you're ordering a pizza for takeout, I don't. I stay away. So you're wrong I don't, for I don't think I'm down with that. I, I kind of agree. I'd like to see what I'm eating. But the thing is, the is it's like, the crust. it's it's just an added flavor. It is not taking away from what's on top. Pizza right. is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is only adding. I cannot understand how you would not want more cheese, more sauce, more pepperoni, I'm pretty more picky. sauce. I'm pretty picky with kind of just that standard, you know, general pizza. I was always like, don't need the deep dish, don't need just I, I'm like, not a deep you know, dish fan either. Yeah. Deep dish isn't my thing. But I was always like, 
pretty like all right with stuff cross and then i went to chicago to tour this yeah. loyola uic and i went to this big pizza place and they had this like five cheese double stuffed i was like yeah i'm getting it <laughs> it was I mean it was way too much cheese but the crust was beautiful right yeah. there's nothing you can take away from stuff crust that will deter me from the idea of it being one of the best things ever created I All think right. I'm almost as passionate about it as Mr. <laughs> Novak and Jack are with Arby's. Could be, yeah. They, Mr. Novak every day goes, like, it's just something about Arby's. He's in <laughs> love with it. And everyone tells him it's horrible, but I, I can't. I hate Arby's, but everyone else, he is, like, it's, like, one of his, like, life traits is and, eating And Arby's. same with Jack Kosorek last year. That he, he would always bring up the Arby's sandwiches and, you know. We got into, I was on one podcast for LLS last year, and we got in a fight about Arby's. Yeah. That's how much he brought it yeah. up. <laughs> um, and now down to the inspirational quote. And today, um, I did something special. Um, I went through, and I, I, I kind of did something for Malcolm. We'll see what he thinks, but... Um, my inspirational quote today is uh, live in the present while understanding that you can't control your future. You can't control what happens next in the next 45 seconds or what's going to happen to you in the next 45 days. But just understand what you do now affects your future. Malcolm Linder. Wow. I didn't even know people would like listen to something like that, that detail. Like, Wow. Where'd you pull it from, B? Oh. He posted a video on his Instagram, and oh, I remember awesome. listening to it And uh, today when I was coming. I love that. I went back, and I said, um, that's something that everyone can live by. And, and Malcolm, as such a uh, down-to-earth, artsy person, I know for a fact those words really are something he lives by. And uh, yeah. Malcolm, can you just, just, just tell me something about it? Elaborate. Well, uh, like I said, the past two years, I've battled throughout my high school with so so many things I had pretty much felt like the world was crashing down on me and um, me and my mom uh, she means the world to me we stood uh, next to each other and we took it day by day and we tried really hard you know not to worry about what's going to happen what's going to come to us because that's out of our control as humans um, I think a lot of problems that we have especially with fears that we try to control every aspect in order for us to make feel make us feel better about ourselves so when you finally take your future out of your own hands and understand, okay, whatever I do in the present right now, the future is gonna do whatever the future is supposed to do for me. But if I do what I do right now, then I can at least guide myself in a certain path of where I wanna go. And I think that's something that I've had to um, really reiterate uh, my, like reiterate to myself over and over again because I have really bad anxiety. So at least I get the chance to kick my feet up and understand, you know, I don't have to worry about something that's out of my control. And I love that. I mean, I think everyone can live by it. I, I, I side with Malcolm here as, as somebody who does struggle with anxiety as well, but living in the moment makes every single moment of your life, first of all, better, but also easier to get through. Worrying about me who it was my fault, totaled the car in the past, does nothing for me. Right. Worrying about um, how my dad's gonna be alone with the other half of my family in Chicago next year, it does nothing for me. 
So all I can do right now is work on how I hold myself on this podcast, continue to create, work on everything I can do today to make sure and ensure that tomorrow we will be successful. And I know for a fact Malcolm getting top 25 in Ohio Art, the governor's award, ensures that he will do something special because he was worried about submitting his work that he was passionate about that he did while he didn't worry about what was going to come from it. He just worried about putting the work in now and that the success was going to come. Mr. G did the same thing when he was going through high school, went to college. He didn't know what was going to come next, Mm -hmm. but he had to put the work in today to not realize that he can't control what's going to happen, but he can only hope that maybe he stumbles back into Kenson High School, joins the principal's podcast. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I never thought that would happen. No, it's, it's so much of this quote is about living in the moment. Um, and kind of appreciating things around you, Um, you know, having, uh, being grateful, you know, and having gratitude for, for what we have and, um, and just kind of taking it all in. Um, Sometimes I am like, well, how am I going to get that done? Or what am I going to, you know, and I have to just kind of, my own time management skills, I have to just look at my calendar and say, okay, like I came back from the scholarship, you know, recognition and I said, it's time to podcast. I don't even know what's next after this at one o'clock, but you know, whatever it is, I'm going to try and do my best. And, you know, and when you go to bed and you wake up in the morning and you're like, let's do it again, let's see what happens. And, um, like to me, it's about the relationships. It's about staying positive, um, surrounding yourself with successful people, um, in life is going to take you pretty far. Yeah. Absolutely. Taking things step by step, mm-hmm. day by day. Exactly. You can't predict what the next step is, what's going to be in front of you. But in reality, when you do everything you can in that moment, it's going to ensure that everything comes as positive. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's pretty much all we have for today, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on here, Malcolm. It's been a pleasure to have you on. You've been, you've done great things this year, and um, we do really appreciate everything you do. We wish you well in Charlotte or uh, on your gap year next year, and everything in the art. Uh, you got anything to say before we go? Uh, just thank you so much for having me. Like I, I really appreciate all the genuine love from the school, the parents, everybody. It, it really means so much, much more than people would ever imagine. All right, and I guess it's my turn for all of us here at the Principal's Podcast. I'm Brayden Hunt, and as always, in Rod Burgundy style, you stay classy, Kenson community. And this is Mr. G, and I'm signing off. Remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind. Believe in yourself. That is all for episode 27 of the Principal's Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.